Hello. Hey there. Oh, my stomach is over here betraying me. Oh, was that your stomach growling just now? Did you? I, I thought maybe I had snuck in before it had did it. Um, uh, after I did it, but clearly you and y'all, hey y'all, I'm hungry. Look, I had ordered some food. It's going to be here in like an hour. Well, we got an hour to get this over with. Um, welcome to another episode of Um Reality the Podcast. Um, I'm Tammy. I'm just Tammy. (laughs) I am just Shay all day. And we are here to deliver this mess. I'm tired, tired. This week has been interesting to say the least. It's a lot of Irons in the fire, but ain't nothing really burning hot yet. So I'm a, I'm a hold off on my announcements on what's happening. Wait a minute, we got stuff happening. And you ain't tell me. <laughs> I guess it, it ain't solid. It ain't solidified. It's just a a, a vision at most right now. So okay, we don't have to talk about this later. <laughs> y'all just go here pray, pray that all the things that I feel about to happen in my life happen in my life in the way I need them to happen and in the order I need them to happen in my life so that oh, I... Oh, you're talking about personal. Girl, I thought she was talking about this damn show. I'm talking about personally. So that oh, I can find my peace of mind. Because look, y'all, I had a little spring break, right? And I went on a little staymacation. Mm-hmm. I got sweet. I ain't gonna call it a room. I had a sweet. I, and I didn't get invited to experience none of it. But that's, you know what, listen. Well, that's because I was down there you was, <laughs> you was fromping. You was fromping. I'm down there wrong. You was down there minding your damn business. <laughs> I am not mad. <laughs> no, man. The most I have felt like myself since like we've been quarantined. Yeah. I'm quarantine warrior. I didn't go anywhere. I was Amazon freshing and destroying yes. my life away. I wouldn't even go to the store. Like if from when we got closed until I got vaccinated, I probably went to the store ten times. We're talking in a year. Ten times yeah. I walked inside of a grocery store. And I'm being generous by saying ten. I oh, really I didn't get no nails done. I didn't get no hair done. I ain't done nothing. I was told all that was taken on my mental. And there were like points in quarantine where I would try to convince Shay, look, okay, listen, Shay, okay, look. (laughs) It is not, it's okay. It's bad. I can tell you this, it ain't bad. It's bad. But here's the thing. Um, It could be worse. So put your mask on. I, I, no, no, And every time she would combat me with, but the Ronas, I'd be like, okay, but see, okay, sis. Coronavirus. Uh, that shit is real. Listen, okay. While I get it, I mean, you live with persons. I don't. It, we were both in the same situation during the Ronas because I don't live with anybody. And if anything were to happen to me in this motherfucker, especially everybody know my building, it ain't like you getting this motherfucker without me. So if something happened to me in this motherfucker, I'm screwed. And it was the same thing with her and her persons at her house. You know, you don't want to get nobody sick and, you know. Right. 
all of that good stuff. And so it was very, it was very grueling to even think about getting her out of the house. However, within the past three weeks, she has gone to karaoke, not once, but twice. And I am so proud of my friend. And I be in there <laughs> freaking out. I'd be like, all right, Pfizer, we about to test you out tonight, buddy. <laughs> Oh Lord, and do, do they test it? <laughs> but there was this one girl this week I did want to talk about her. I listen, let me tell you something. Shay and I go to the karaoke's before the quarantines. Oh, we went every week or every other week, every other like week. clockwork. Yes. So this young lady gets up there to sing, and when I tell you, she made my spidey senses tingle. This girl sounded so good. I it I I can't even explain this young I, Apparently she got a teenager. Look, I thought she was a teenager. I, I might thought so. she was like 18. So we not we not gonna regulate shit because of Ronas. Okay, fine, I get it. Go on, girl. Amazing. Oh my holy hell. I have never totally gave me goosebumps. I mean, the spidey senses were. Whew, that young lady, I I don't know. I'm uh, I don't know when the fuck we gonna see her again. But I'm hoping that it's soon because that young lady can. I she need to go find somebody and sing in front of their panel and get the money that she deserves. Because singing at karaoke and 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 singing around the house ain't doing her no motherfucking justice. Let me tell you, this girl got behind the mic and hit every fucking note. She sung Whitney Houston, and usually when I hear the beginning of "Oh, I want to dance with somebody," I am very leery. Oh, what the fuck is about to come out of your mouth? Because I was too. If it ain't good, I don't want to hear it. Not, don't, you're not gonna put the queen herself out of here. And just look, you have her looking stupid because you want to get up there and sing karaoke. You leave the legends to somebody that can fucking handle that shit. I don't sing Whitney Houston. I don't either. I don't sing Whitney. I don't sing Luther. I don't sing Aretha. I don't sing Mariah. I ain't doing that. And look, I'm sure I got one Whitney song, one Luther song, one Mariah song, and one Aretha. I ain't, I ain't rolling them out. There better be an exec there because I'm going to have to test something off my vocal cord. Yeah, you got to or, add the third lung, sis. Or severely damage my lungs fucking around with Luther and these Andros trying First to sing that music. Okay, Luther, especially a uh, Big Luther. Big Luther did a lot. Big Luther was out here. Do, 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 Luther! <laughs> Who doing all that? I had saw this one clip of him singing Anyone who ever loves mm. could look at me. But he's singing it live at the piano while they're literally recording this Mm. song to go on an album. And the way he's just playing with runs and riffs and just trying shit to see what the sound is going to be, it's amazing. I've never, I mean, never seen anybody put on like Luther Vandross. So I don't fuck with his music. As much as I want to sing A House Is Not A Home At Karaoke, I don't fuck with his music. And that's one of the places you should be able to stretch your vocal range and try some shit you wouldn't normally try in front of people who you don't really give much about because, you know, they're strangers mostly, except for the handful of... The handful of motherfuckers that we know. 
We but, the only reason, so what the, but the only reason why we know them is because we've been going to the same karaoke place with the same karaoke dude, shout out to Jeff, for a very long time. This girl was so talented. Girl, get up there and sing whatever the fuck you want to sing. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, she got about five notes in. I was like, oh, she can sing. I turned around in my chair. By the time she made it to I want to dance with somebody, I was fully turned around oh, and engaged. Invested. By the time she got to the end of that song, I was on my feet. I was damn near standing in front of the lyrics because, mama, I had to see. I had to see these notes come out somebody else's mouth that way. She hit that hard. She was amazing. I said, oh. And it had like, it's going to compliment me. Like, girl, you can sing. No, 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 no ma'am. Bitch. Don't come I can sing. <laughs> you can sing. She got this song, that Demi Lovato song, and I was ready to go. Ooh, I don't mess with Demi. And Demi got a song I want to sing, and I just don't do it. Because Demi got some pipe. She better stick with the vocal pipes. And stay away from the other pipe. Well, let me tell you something. This young lady made me want to go listen to Demi Lovato. And I'm not saying that Demi Lovato is not, I'm not a fan of hers. It's just that she's not in my. Oh, I have been ever since she was a, a Mickey Mouse kid. Oh, yeah, I love her. It's just, it, it, I'm going to naturally gravitate to certain music than I am others. And I've, I love me a good avocado girl, uh, girl or guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, them, them real whispery. Type of what about that? You know, that kind of shit. But Demi's not that. Demi is very vocally mm-hmm. talented. That girl got up there and sung this song that was so meticulously written and sung. I hung on to every note and she hit every note right there. Some people get up there and over uh, and supersede the note. If the note is A flat, it's A flat. And don't. <laughs> you ain't got that. Because if you see superseding A flat, then you that means you're going into B major. No, no, no. You're too high. Come on back. <laughs> Come on back. You know, some people, God bless them, they um just don't know what song sounds good with their voices. Yeah. You have to know. I try to pick stuff that sounds good with my voice. I don't got no growl. You never going to catch me doing no Tina Turner. I ain't got no growl. I have that's a, not gonna sound good coming out of me. I have a growl unless you I unless I sing private dancer, which I don't like. I'm your private dancer. Dance for somebody. I thought about doing um what's the other one. <laughs> I thought about doing what's love got to do. But see, you gotta have a growl for that too, because in the beginning you gotta she's have growling. To growl on that what? I ain't yeah. got no growl. That's so not my ministry. Understand. Not a touch of your hand makes my pulse react. You got to be able to open up your mouth in ways that you ain't never opened up your mouth before, ladies. Let me tell you. Hey. <laughs> Singing Tina, you're going to have to do some things. That's going to hurt your, your third lung. Damn, I'm pretty sure ain't nobody, I can't fuck with it. I don't fuck with so the songs. I don't either. And I want to. I want to so bad. I want to say, listen, I want to do River Deep Mountain High so bad. And I'd be like, no, sis, you ain't. <laughs> I ain't but that's the perfect that was... song for somebody that has a growl. Ugh. But I know I don't have that sound, so I don't fuck with that. Like I be like, people are like, do you know this? I'm like, Mm-mm, that got growling. I I can't even fake growl. It's not in my ministry. Oh, it's in mine. And I'm my sick. shit come out that clear as a bell, like ringing a bell. You can so... ring my bell. All right. 
so when I'm singing shit, I'm singing shit with somebody that has a similar vocal sound to me. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I... If they got a little growl, if like, if I don't growl, you won't miss it. I sing that. I'm not gonna fuck with certain shit. But this girl, I I be excited to sit down and hear whatever she sings. She did one of them songs from Frozen. Man. Let me tell you. I was like, she made me go home and watch the movie. This girl is <laughs> fucking amazing. And like, and like, and like Shay was saying, listen, I'm a growler. I can get up there and I can growl with the best of them. But there are things that I cannot do. I don't have a strong falsetto at all whatsoever. It ain't never been my thing. I don't like singing in falsetto because it makes it makes me feel like I'm being I'm limited to certain things. I'm not very I'm not very vocally trained in my falsetto. I have a very loud voice, just in person in general. So a falsetto is just not my thing. So when you have the Brian McKnight, ah, all them them I can't do all that. I, that's not my thing. That's not my mood. That's not my. Uh-uh. So this young lady going up there and doing all the things that I could not do. <laughs> I was impressed. I, 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 we could talk about it all night, but for real, yeah, that was amazing. Was I would definitely be back. Yeah, we may, go out, we may be up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, on my next pay week. Um, <laughs> um, what you got? Because between her and them wings, I'm Luke. He's gonna put a little bit more of that parmesan on there for me this week, though. I ain't gonna hold you. He always be skimping us a little bit on that, don't he? Put that damn, put that damn parmesan on there. I ain't parmesan garlic sauce. I ain't gonna home kiss nobody. Put that shit on them. <laughs> he makes a mean drink though. <laughs> so, what you got? For let's us? get to these church announcements, yeah, what y'all. You got for us in these I got three pieces of tea. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all these. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start somber because I like to get that out the way because I don't like to yeah. sit in that in my spirit. Ugh. We lost the real one. DMX, better known as Earl Simmons, yeah, lost man. his life this week as Young a result too. of an overdose. Only 50, just turned 50. December what the seventeenth? He is sad, no, he's, right? He's December eighteenth. I'm the seventeenth. My birthday will always be loyalty. However, December eighteenth will always be loyalty too, because that's the day a king was born. I, I, you know, look throughout the years, we know that DMX has gone through his struggles and tests and trials and tribulations. And when it comes to drugs and alcohol oh, and things but of that when nature, you hear about his story. But his story is just. I was watching a video on YouTube that his sister made. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you have to understand at like the age of seven, our mother took him to one of those Adi homes or orphanage or whatever and told him that they were just going to visit and left him there and never came back. Damn! Like that nigga grew up in the system. He's been pimped and raped and abused and then someone he trusted gave him a joint laced with cocaine and he struggled with that ever since that day. And it's like, it's so fucking sad. Like, there's no amount of money that can really help you with addiction. Like, mm-hmm. you think DMX ain't been to rehab? He had just got out of rehab. Mm-hmm. He was in rehab when Rona started, and they took him out because of Rona's. So I'm going I'm to I'm top this one up to Rona's. But I was listening to um, some, you know, celebrities and Miss Gabrielle Union. She said on the set, a cradle to the grave, wouldn't nobody go get DMX from his 
dressing room because he had them big ass pit bulls. And one may have businesses in or something. Who knows? But she's a dog person. So she would go and get them. And they would be late coming back because they asses would be sitting in the lit in the in his dressing room watching the motherfucking golden girls. DMX is a golden girls stand. And all I can say to that is, ooh, oh, oh, oh yeah. So we're trying to run around where we're here now. So it started from the bottom that we're here now. Your friend in a confidant. <laughs> and if you to a party, and it invited everyone you knew. <laughs> if you want to see the biggest gift it came from me, and the card inside would say, Thank, Thank you for being a friend. Let me tell you something. DMX will always probably be one of the most profound rappers. He was so original. The the things that he came out with in the 90s, because you young children should probably already know if we're talking about him. And we know his catalog. That means he, you know, came, he, he he was at his prime when we were, you know, kids, kids. And DMX was doing something back then that nobody had heard of. The man was fucking barking on his albums. Everywhere you would go, it was just he he you thought that that, that was like a, a, a stage thing. No, that's the way he fucking talked. Nah, that's how he talked. DMX was an artist. You know, he had like orchids, like he would grow orchids. Nothing surprises me with him. Like, how delicate of a flower is an orchid? And for Very. somebody that personifies themselves as DMX. King of the dog pound. You know what I'm saying? To be, to watch him tend to orchid, I was just like, damn, we didn't really know this nigga. No. DMX was a conflicted individual. Very. Because of his childhood. And he had demons. And that childhood trauma followed him until his grave. And it's so sad because I feel like we didn't get all of him, and we got a lot. Oh, we did. And it, a, a joy and a pleasure, you know, it was just to kind of have him around. Because he was like the Snoops and the Dr. Dre's. And uh, I, y'all know what I'm trying to go for here. A Understand. DMX is a legend. a legend. He is woven literally into my musical identity. With these bitches, I always nigga. rock with DMX. No shade, I'll be asking that same question to DMX. What these bitches want from a nigga? I, a valid question, sir. I don't know. Nigga, I just wanted you. I and just wanted you. A man, listen, a, a, a king. Um, we I tried to, to tell one. y'all to bring him here. <laughs> I tried last week to tell y'all to bring him here. I got this, but y'all didn't listen. Yeah, man. But shout out to the big, shout out to the big homie. Um, you know what I'm saying, DMX. We you'd never be forgotten. Come on now, let's be real. Rest in power, King. <sighs> so, off to my next piece of tea, right? All right. So apparently, Usher been down here in these street clubs in the Las Vegas, throwing around fake money with his face on. Oh, now, Patty. Uh, he didn't only throw the fake money. So, like, there was some clarity that came today from the stripper that complained. Okay. 
he only like you know he's trying to put on a residency in Las Vegas, right? So he was called oh, this is his way of advertising. So while he was throwing monies at the strippers, he threw a couple of fake twenties, like it was a twenty or five and a one that got his face on. And I'm just like, oh shit, that's the most narcissistic shit I've ever heard. I've been to Vegas many times, and I will go many times more. Uh, what's wrong with passing out a flyer like everybody else? Why you can't? Get them pop card niggas to pop your card with your face on it with a probably a prostitute for, on the back of it and turn and, and advertise that way. It's Vegas. You don't really need advertising in Vegas. It's Vegas. For for anybody that has not been to Vegas, when you walk down the strip, you will be bombarded with people pushing flyers and getting you to sign petitions and getting you to come into their you know establishment to spend your money. It, 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 within seconds of walking out of whatever hotel that you walked out of. They're pushing shit on you in the hotel that you're staying in. So the concept behind throwing fake money to a stripper, first off, that's real disrespectful. <laughs> it really is. Like, you imagine, I done been out here, I'm counting my money, and I come across a 20 with Usher's face on it. Bitch, you got me fucked up. I'm beating your ass. because First thing you're not going to play with my motherfucking money. So she posted the shit to Instagram and it took off. People had been I mean riding Usher all night. And then today she came back and was like, okay, he didn't only throw the fake dollars. Does it make it a little less jarring that he just threw in a couple of fake bills? Yeah. Is it still fucked up for you to be throwing fake money at a strip club? Thousand percent. I don't care if it was one dollar with your name on it. That's tacky. It's narcissistic and tacky. And look, I didn't want, I was coming to Vegas against my will to watch your residency because my good friend, Monique, loves you. Girl. And I told her, if she bought a ticket, I was sitting next to her. I don't know if I said, <laughs> I don't know. If I look, you better hope I don't get a fist full of them fake dollars and I'm sitting down and forget what I'm going to do. Bitch. I'm going to make it rain on Usher, the fuck. I mean, uh, you're absolutely right with the narcissism thing because to me it's like okay how into yourself do you have to be but more importantly you taking a, a bag out of these good sisters pocket that are up here entertaining you I have the utmost respect for anybody that has you know built a career in you know uh, the adult industry i.e strippers pornos you know whatever you know dominations like whatever it is that you chose to do in that industry god bless you in your ministry you have a tons of respect for those people because i know what i can't do more importantly because of the respect that i have for them don't go in there playing with their fucking emotions that would never go down in the paint. That's all I got. Huh. Down in the valley where the girls get naked. I can't wait till season two of the pink. For uh, those who pink. don't know what the pink is. <laughs> the pink is pea valley or pussy valley. Hmm. Pussy. You gotta say it. You gotta say it like halfway between <laughs> Sean Connery's pussy and <laughs> and 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 Plies is pussy. So I need a pussy. First off, Plies is pussy. pussy. Go, it goes down on record to be the <laughs> best word he ever will say in the history of niggadom. It's so good. <laughs> I don't even like that word, but when I hear him say it, I think the Lord is good. I just, that pussy. <laughs> that pussy got me. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. I got one last piece of tea, and this just this just dropped on me. So I'm just going to go with the full of the details. Okay. So what's going to happen for all of y'all who are fans of RuPaul's Drag Race? They are getting ready to do another drive up drag show, and the lineup, subject to change, is still host Asia O'Hare. Yes. Miss Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Naomi Small. Ooh, I love her. Plastic Tierra, bitch, my spider sense. My spider sense. This sounds like the lineup for the drag show that we went to because you know Naomi and Plastique were in that picture with us. Kim Chi. Ooh. And whoever the finalist for season 13 will be. So uh, I don't know how we're gonna the, range the finalists or the Ooh. um or the um the queen that wins or all four finalists. It says the soon to be announced season thirteen finalists with the next. Oh well, then we know who that. Is. Well, we are gonna get to that later, but which means I'm most likely gonna get me some Simone. Bitch, mm. I don't know how much money I gotta pay. How early I got to get there. Because uh, I need to see all parts of this. We take, and now that I got this Pfizer pumping through my arm, baby, guess what? I'm getting out the car. So um, so it's going to be me, you, and Deborah. We're going to go and um, go see the Queens. We will work out the fine details of this arrangement after this show. Yes. But look, y'all. Listen. We're going. It's not even for debate. We're going. <laughs> it's not a... This wasn't supposed to be no church announcement. This is me letting her know You're that going. we're going. We're going. I'm wondering I couldn't wanna... wait to after recording to share. First off, I just want to tell y'all <laughs> something. And, and okay, when she says things like that to me, it really means okay, sis. So, um, when these tickets come out, I'm going to buy them, and then I'm going to tell you how much your ticket was, and then you just you know <laughs> you can just quick pay me whenever you know the Lord. But you know they're not paying individual tickets. The it's either two car, four car. Right, that's what so you can either pay, yeah. Right, so what's gonna happen is again, so, she's gonna send me my portion of the part I mean, of the car, we're going. and then <laughs> and if you want to bring your broke ass best friends, let me know. We're, we're, we're going. Oh, you know what? Let me ask them. Well, you know, this is us asking them because they we know they listen. Um, I don't know, why. I'm here for it, but um, I'm gonna get out the car, I'm gonna get me some swag. <laughs> you get you some swag, sis. I'm gonna get you with a t shirt, I'm gonna get, get me a t shirt or something. Get me a churro. I don't know. Whatever they got. The last I'm one we went to, the last one we went to where H.O. Hera read me for fucking filth. I still don't know if I forgive her about it. Um, I'm not saying that I still don't do it. What I'm saying is, is that I actually wake up at eight and I actually do some work before going back to sleep because Asia read me for filth. Now I I'm still going to go see the bitch. Okay. But she did not know she was reading you specifically for Phil. No, she it had was to do a that. general read. She didn't you have just to do got that. burned. <laughs> no, she, she had to do that though. <laughs> you just got burned. You went, hey. <laughs> hey, now wait a minute. Now you had to be out here telling these people my fucking business. And so said, so done. I came home the next day and did exactly what the fuck she said. I'm like, okay, well, it's 8 30. Let me go ahead and clock in and roll the fuck back over. Look. You ain't got to tell everybody my fucking business. Period. All I know is it's about to go down. And goes down in the dim. Um, 
So look here, y'all. Let's get to... I've been watching Black Ink Crew. Yes. Every second of every moment of every day that I have. I am up to season five. <laughs> season six is on Paramount Plus. Seven and eight, I ain't been able to find anywhere. But at this point, I'm just going to watch them, them, the clip shows that been on the last three, four weeks to tell all the secrets. And then ne- next week, Monday, I'm going to be Black in Chicago, ready as I can be for y'all. Yeah? No, not Black in Chicago, because, you know, I, I refuse to watch Ryan. No, Hill. Black in Crew. Oh. The Crew. Okay, yeah. I don't, New York. I don't fuck with I'm it. sorry. I said Chicago. Yeah, I don't. It's not the Chicago. I don't fuck with Ryan. Look, personally, so, I can't amazing. watch Chicago. I haven't watched Chicago since the episode that Charmaine's mom died. Charmaine made a sound that crawled out her spirit like I have never heard before. I've experienced. I've never heard it from somebody else. And from that moment to next, I ain't been able to watch the show. I, um, there's something weird about watching a city on TV that you live in because, um, they're not showing the city. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're not. They're showing uh the touristy attractions of the city. South Loop. And like I, I just Chicago is a big little city. We we can show more than South Loop. Yeah. And like they ain't even showing Lawrence's fish house. Like you you literally steps away from Lawrence. Okay, so the original nine man. Is by Lawrence Fish House. Anybody that's in Chicago know what the fuck, which Lawrence Fish House I'm talking about. I'm talking about the original one over there in South Loop, over there off of uh, what is that? Uh, something like Twenty Second and Canal, Canal or something like that. Like that. You gotta walk over up, there by that big union. You gotta walk up the fucking building. steps to get to the motherfucking Lawrence. That's the motherfucking one I'm talking about. It, it, everybody uh, you knows. Over. You got to pull over and eat that shit right then. You better. You ain't gonna pull out the parking lot yeah. that that bag. I'm telling you that now. But literally, if you know where Lawrence Fish House is, you know where Nine Mag is, cause it's right there. It's literally, literally right there. The you can probably when see it from Lawrence Fish House. The Union used to meet over there at that big Union Hall over there. I would drive past Nine Mag every day. So they don't show like the things about Chicago, like they not. And this is hard. This is terrible to say the way I'm gonna say it, but they're not showing the JJ's fish on every other motherfucking street. You can't walk without getting bobbing into a fucking JJ fish in Chicago on the west side. You just can't. Um, they're not showing those like intricate parts of the city. Like, there's no way that you did Black Ink Crew Chicago and they didn't show the pink and um the pink and white house on the west side. Everybody know that fucking house. There's not a west side of that does not know where the fuck that house is. Even if they just would have shown the house, you ain't got to be ain't nobody going in the house. The house is condemned. But y'all not showing like things about this city that everybody fucking know. Y'all didn't go to Jewtown. You're right there. And though Jewtown ain't what it used to be, I'm just saying. Like they not showing like staples of Chicago. All they want to show is the Giordano's, but But you know, over it. And that and I don't. Outside, that, I don't even want. And I don't like Ryan Henry as fine as he is, and I am not going to take that away from that man. That young man is fine. Help me, God. That is my kind of nigga. That's yeah. my type. 
That motherfucker he is got my a bad type. He's my type, though. and I don't like the way he does business. We have a friend that we went to high school with that works at Nine Mag right now, and I won't go see him because I know that in going to go see him, my money's gonna go to Ryan Henry, and I don't want my money to go to Ryan Henry. I just I'm um we own two different separate sides of that coin because I promise you I'm gonna get some work from him. I, I don't, I'm not gonna let Ryan steal that from me. I do, gotta, I do, I do, I do, I gotta, I gotta go get some Hiram. So his name is Hiram, Hiram Shotgun Harris. We know him from high school. Look him up. He's at Niamh. He is, his work is beautiful. He's meticulous. He is probably one of the best tattoo artists out here, period. He's out here making a name for himself. Go see him. I just can't get around him my money. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. Oh, child ghetto. I just. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, well, if you don't have anything else, um, we can get to Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is appropriately named this week. Uh, season 13, episode 17, a whole lot of mess. This was probably the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <sighs> All right. I do not have any notes for this episode. Because it literally... I don't have any either. It's, only, so it, it's just one argument. It's one argument. The entire episode for 40 minutes, I had to watch one argument. And it was between Latoya and um, Drew, where basically Drew is having this christening for this two-year-old that can walk. I don't understand it. Okay. Um, I don't either. <laughs> usually, they give the christening the baptized before they start walking and speaking. Anyway, um... <laughs> There's a prophet. I don't understand that at all. I just want to just before you get too deep into it, I don't understand that part at all. I was like, You missed that boat, mama. She just got to go get baptized. Yeah, she's just gonna have to go ahead and get that hair wet, and you're gonna have to do it over again, sis, because <laughs> hmm, Lord, somebody else gonna have to do it over again because Drew. Yeah. Okay. Judah has some struggle weeks. Look, I and I don't see it for Latoya at all. At all. But there've been some rough moments, especially down there in New Orleans. I said, you out here proving the holes. Right. Look. <laughs> just, just look at it. And I, I listen, I love Drew because one, she is from Chicago. But <laughs> um I love her as a person. I don't really need her on the mm, show. Mm, she doesn't bring any value to me. Anyway, but okay, so okay, this is what the argument is about. Drew knows this prophet. And no shade, prophet fine. And um the prophet apparently is not doing her christening anymore because she elected to opt out because she found out a Apparently, that Latoya and the Prophet is fucking. Now, then Drew ended up bringing up how the Prophet had a fiance and she broke up the engagement and a whole lot of hoopity 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 hoop. We still ain't talking about a damn christening, but okay. Then, in the end of the episode, at uh, Kenya got a breast reduction, which she needed. <laughs> Lord, I'm racing. Them things. They, they wow. was doing. Man, she, needed to, she needed to bring it back a little bit. Um, Latoya gets there. 
And they telling her about, you know what I'm saying, the supposed flame that she got with the prophet. And so Latoya was like, huh, say less. One moment while I call the prophet. Prophet get on there and spill the tea. He like, look, the assistant was messy. Uh, I now nor have ever had a relationship with Latoya like that. Um, I was communicating with them from doing some side of blessing over the child. Um, that clearly is not happening because I don't have any communication with them anymore. And yeah, so apparently from from the prophet, he's saying that, oh, well, you know, I was engaged like three years ago. Um, I was spiritually mentoring Latoya. That's where we were. That's it. And it's a bunch of he say, she say. Uh, well, um, I, well, can I just say something? Please do. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm going to... I did not see it for, Lato- for... I don't see it for Latoya. I did not see it for Drew's behavior. Let me explain. You telling Ralph that you don't want the prophet to do the christening anymore because of everything that's going on with the toy is too messy for you. That's fine. That's you talking to your husband. I can't tell you what you can and cannot tell your man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you took your ass to that pop-up shop and told everybody with two ears that t- Latoya fucking the prophet. Why do you think that's your business to tell? Have we not been having the same issue all season with Kenya and Portia? Why are y'all worried about what other people do with their own pussy? Is the prophet your man? Is she knocking down your old work? Because that's how you was acting. Like you have something more invested in it. A prophet or not, that's a human being. <clears throat> Is he sleeping around with a parishioner? That's not your business. It's not your business to tell. Then I want to take God. You can only tell on your own poon. That's the only poon you can tell on is yours. So now you got me in a position where I have to sympathize with Latoya. Oh, ma'am, I am disgusted with you. And I don't like Latoya. I don't like her. I don't like her at all. (laughs) But at the end of this episode, I left myself feeling I hope Next year, they do not bring back Latoya, and they do not bring back Drew Sedora. She's added nothing to the show. Her storyline is weak. The way she be acting is suspect, and Mama is a tad bit tacky. Damn, I didn't want to say it. I've been avoiding saying it for weeks. Drew, baby, like you be buying like labels, like the shit you be buying, like the outfit she wore to. Blaze, look, I don't whenever I find myself back in the Atlanta oh, area. Blaze. I'm gonna get me one of them big ass lobster tails on what fried on whatever it was on. Did you see that dog on leg, the crab leg? It was just one leg. The crab, the king Lord, crab leg. Have mercy. Look, and don't let me be be able to be there with Mama Joyce and Aunt Bertha. Oh, oh, it's going oh down. where the cake is. That's going down. Candy, I'm coming. Just no one coming. And I'm not the super fan stalker fan. I just want her to say where to hit a cake. 
one just have her bring me my cake bring me that pie and say and and put it in front of me and go daddy cake that's all i need that's all i need from you that's my all i want cake. <laughs> daddy cake i want that pie that pie looked delicious oh my god that pie looked so good that food looked good like the food was the best thing in the episode was. Look, Drew, you had no business doing that. And I feel the same way about the next dumbass argument. So, <laughs> sorry. Uh, took me off guard. Um, this other argument was the one with, um, oh my God. Portia, Marlo, and Shamia with a battery in her Okay, so they add Blaze and before anybody really even gets to say anything, Marlo comes in and she like, look, I didn't get to apologize. She's talking to Portia. Look, I didn't really get to apologize to you, but you know what I'm saying? I apologize for my behavior in New Orleans. It was, you know, disrespectful and I, you know, I got to apologize to everybody else. You know, I did call you, but I do want to say to your face, you know, I apologize for my behavior. All right. Fine. Portia does that off her shoulders like it wasn't nothing. So, uh, during the, the, at, during the dinner, there's a point where Shamia brings up Marlo having lipo done, but didn't tell the group. And apparently she put the lipo off on one of her nephews jumping on her back and she said she had a backache and uh, I'm going to say it I, again. Here come. Here come, hoes. This is what y'all been needing to hear for uh, weeks. Whose business is that for who you to care? The woman just said that she's going to get some lipo once her back feel a little better. Maybe she got a little lipo and want to get some more. Maybe she didn't want everybody to know that she was out here spending her benefactor's funds like that. Ooh, where my phone at? I found out who the nigga is. What nigga? Marlo's secret oh, benefactor. Oh, you better send that shit to me. We gonna talk about this right now. <laughs> so rumor has it, y'all, that Marlo is a long-time mystery. Of Ted Turner. Billionaire Ted Turner. CNN. TNT. The Turner Network. Ted Turner. What? And that's why Marlo can't get no peach. Because she can't tell she mucking that nigga. He's one of the one, the top one person. But he like him brown and brown on the side. Because I know he got a... He's rumored to have he's rumored to have been with Naomi Campbell. He's rumored to be have been with Nia Long. And he is rumored to have been with Marlo Hampton. Hmm. I ain't mad at your money. Spin it. Spin his money, bitch. I just I ain't, I ain't mad at her for, for spending this money. What I do get a little bit concerned with is Marlo putting her nose in somebody else's business. And then they, in turn, trying to kind of get back into hers. But it never really works out. It never really landed. It just looked like y'all were being and, nasty. Yeah. 
she came to the table and the very first thing she did before she drank a sip of water was air out that she was doing too much and she apologized. All you had to do, whether you accept her apology or not, once she puts that apology on the table, that's dead. Coming with the petty lipo, who cares? You act like you outing somebody for getting a procedure. You can't out her. She had just said in about a week or two, she gonna go get lipo. Like, what do we... <laughs> She's not hiding that she's had work done and good work. Let me tell you something. Marlo is stacked, baby. Bitch, I didn't know. Marlo is motherfucking stacked. And if she got the good little lipo to keep it, God bless her in her ministry. I'm glad you could afford it. But let me tell you something. The the Lord better not bless me with no money. I'm telling you, because the first thing I'm going to go do is get a fat transfer. Put all this belly in this ace, baby. All of this in the sights. Okay. Now, I may have to start buying fashion over jeans, but hey, that's the price I'm gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and take them. I have to take that L. I'm gonna have to take that, you know, I, I don't like fashion over jeans. Like this season of Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta has got me feeling like y'all need to just retire. It's gotten bad. And I don't know if it was because I of- know. Even the sounds of the West Side <laughs> is as a lot. Like, this show is in critical condition. The popos and the ambulances have showed up to pick up the remnants of Real Housewives of Atlanta without Nene Lee. Thanks, Nene Lee. Y'all, y'all needed Nene. You needed Nene this You need her. You needed her. This shit. For, quarantine, for the quarantine edition of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I don't know. Um, that if it was just missing Miss Leaks, Leaks, Nene Leaks, um, but you couldn't anybody. What Sheree ain't doing nothing. Girl, go get Sheree. Girl, give me Kim Zosiak. You needed some. You needed some OGs on and this. Candy season. is an OG, but Candy ain't with they fucking bullshit either. Nah, Candy's with the opposite of that shit. Candy be the one to sit in the background like Nene be with that fucking burrito. Candy just had popcorn most of the time. But Candy was sitting in the back and let y'all do whatever y'all doing. Because when Milo was like, you know, she could spill a Porsche T2 because she know because Candy told her. All Candy told her was, I know because I was there. That's all she said. But it actually goes into depth. Okay. It goes into depth. It's one of those clips that they not playing because Tanya quit the show. Oh. Okay. All right. And I, I ain't know it was that much tea to it. To be honest with you, I thought the Bolo incident was like a one episode thing. I didn't know that it was going to carry us throughout the goddamn season. We still talk about Bolo. Why? It, it, he, he came up the other day getting banged out on the coffee table by Bolo. Did his penis go in her vagina? And if it did, why do you care? You up here acting like Drew is just the worst wife ever because she lit a stripper freak on her. Your whole husband went on Instagram Live and said he found out y'all was getting a divorce on TV. Bitch, bye. He found out about the... You got a shout out for this episode. I'm done with these <laughs> um, So, 
Um, the only thing that I, only person that I wanted to shout out for a thing, um, is Mama Joyce because when she went to blow out that candle. <laughs> Um, this is the world we live in now, because we forget that we have to have these protective covers on our face. Mom, Mama Joyce went to go blow out her birthday candle and forgot she had her mask on, and was just blowing into this mask. And um, it was in that moment we realized how candy got to this earth. I said, "Oh, that was that was strong." And she almost blew that fucking thing into the goddamn cake. I said, "Okay, well, um, I don't know if Mama Joyce gets the shout out. I don't got old." Uh, huh? Hoover vacuum cleaner yeah. over there is what you say. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, Candy got to get, get it from her mama. Candy coated on. She get it from her mama. Where she get that ass from? She get it from her mama. Not me. But oh, <laughs> I ain't got no booty. I look. Mine neither. I, I'm blessed up front. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing. I'm just bad. I'm out here bad built, so don't listen to me. I got titties for days. Yeah. Not a, nothing. I ain't got nothing. Um, but I do want to shout out Mama Joyce. Um, for me, that I I had to chuckle at that. That was so cute. <laughs> I love Mama Joyce. My shout out go for one of the OLDs yeah. too. Which one of Candy's aunties was over there hugged up on? Oh rock? yes, <laughs> yes. She's going to get her man, baby. She said, mind y'all business. <laughs> she, told, she, told, she told you, uh, baby, stay over there. This is my man now. I said, well, wait a minute. Wait. This is my man now. You ain't acting right. <laughs> but, like, I was looking at you sitting at the table. And, like, oh, I like man. the hat. I like the jacket. I like the jeans. But they don't go together. Oh. And I feel like I look at her all the time. And I'm like, that's cute, but it don't go together. Or that's cute, but it's not for your body type. I question a lot of I, I question I a lot know. of I'm, I'm... Uh, fashion choices, but I mean, <laughs> listen, I, I I'm not out here saying that I make the best fashion decisions either. You, everybody, oh, I don't try. I like t-shirts <laughs> and leggings. I'm not out here trying to look like I'm snapped I mean, together. When I want to get snapped together, I know how to snap myself I mean, you together. Know Listen, most of the time, 90% of my wardrobe now consists of a sweatsuit. I don't think that Shay has seen me without a sweatsuit on in... <laughs> Not since 2020. <laughs> Maybe 2019. Mm. We go a little further back because that's when your knee was messed yes. up. Wait a minute. There was a lot of sweatsuits, leggings, and yeah. And yoga pants now. I don't know, y'all. Look, we yeah, gotta take, let's a, take break. a break. Um, I'm about to go grab one of these egg rolls and oh eat God, it real fast um, so that we can come back and do RuPaul's Drag Race. I also have to go get my phone because I left it. All right, well, um, <laughs> and I got notes no, for this. Well, it might not be good notes because I'm pretty sure I fucked I'm up. I'm sure you were. Um, but we'll be right back with RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, episode 14. Getting lucky. We'll be back. Hey, are we back? Yeah, and we are back um, with RuPaul's Drag Race, season thirteen, episode fourteen. Getting lucky. Um, again, I don't have any notes because <laughs> there's really nothing to take notes on. But um, yeah, I have. <laughs> oh my, and I mean a few. Oh, okay. 
Well, this week, um, the ladies are doing um, the video um, for RuPaul's new single, Lucky. And um, basically, the girls are um, getting together with the with the, the talented choreographer, Mr. Jamal Sims, with his fine ass. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the girls then had a challenge the, the, on the runway, which this week I did not write down. Category is drag excellence. Drag excellence. Thank you, sis. Um, so I guess we could talk about the video first, and then we can get to the drag excellence because I remember everything. I just I didn't. When you have four queens, you don't really need to take notes. You you got it. I just took enough to get through this. Okay, so um, first off, we can start with God Mick. I can believe God Mick hit the first. Uh, mm-hmm. At first uh, 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 bars. Um, what did you think? I really liked her in the video. I thought it was good. Um, she was snatched. I can't take that away from her. Mama looked good. But it takes me back to that like little, little nagging thought in the back of my mind like but is it fair? You know, I believe that when people transition into their true selves, what their body was before is irrelevant. So, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I don't I'm talking this. about in the lens of drag, having to pad and cinch to get figure and all of those things that everybody else back there at some point has to do, but God, Mick doesn't. <sighs> and I'm like, do I think that takes away from her drag at all? No, no. she's stunning. She's amazing. I, but I, I ain't gonna I, lie. I, it's been like a little thought in the back of my mind all season, like, hmm, is this an even playing field? And to be honest, I don't know. I don't even think of it as that, like, because every time I see God make, I see Cade. I don't, you know, she, God make, I'm saying, uh, is a wonderful t- drag queen, and Cade is, I'm going to assume, a really good dude. I don't know. But for me, I, I it's easier for me to even, to just, to even block out the trans part because Cade is who Cade is. I don't need no explanation on why you decided to train. That's not my business. The drag itself, I have to 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 to, to critique on. And that video was got me one hundred percent down to the face. You know, uh, she was snatched. Like you know, uh, we we very rarely see her. You know, corseted. So that was a great look to see. There's something different that we haven't seen her do because she doesn't necessarily you know do that. And then the bars were on point. I didn't miss a beat. I, 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 I can't, I can't focus on what she got going on, what Mama got on going on in her personal life. That's up to her and Kay. What's going on in her personal? They ain't got shit to do with me. I know that sounds terrible, but it is what it is. Um, you got anything else for Miss Got Me? No, I really did enjoy her performance this week. I enjoyed almost all of them, to be honest. 
Which brings me to uh, Candy Muse. I said almost all of them. Um, which is a good segue for me. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts? It's not that it was bad. It's just <clears throat> wasn't enough. Okay, so here's my honesty. Candy Muse is in the final four to complete a stereotype that Mother Rue is trying to get rid of. That there are no uh, queens of uh, of um, ethnicity. It's always white queens in the top, da-da-da-da. And I, I believe that that's why Candy Muse is there. I don't personally think that she's not talented. I think she is talented and I think that there are things that she has excelled on in this season. But to be in the top four, I question that. That's where I'm at. I just felt like I just felt like looking at her movements, they weren't sharp enough. So it kind of, you didn't really get good contrast because no shade to her, Jamal has, did a very good job of designing choreography that benefited each queen. Mm-hmm. And he gave her a, a like a hard hitting sexy look and she over sexied for me. I didn't get enough energy from her. So it was a little flat. She looked good though. But then again, she, they she uh, just that. Um, I she she wasn't underwhelming for me, but no. she didn't. She didn't complete the challenge in a way that it was later on. We saw the way it was supposed to look, and we saw the way it was supposed to look with God Mick. And then we got the candy music and it was a little off, but it was like, okay, whatever. And then we saw um, Simone and it was like, oh, okay, so we're back to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Simone was so good. She was so good. That played right into the, you know, the the personification of Miss Simone. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was good. So when I looked at Candy Muse's performance in the video, I was like, okay. This is good. That's all. It was okay. It wasn't top four deserving. I would have no. much rather to have seen Olivia Lux or Utica or Tina Burner. I don't know how any of them went home before Candy Muse. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would and, definitely rather the Tina Burner. And we had Rosé, who was also well, very good. Very good. Okay, you talk about Simone, you talk about Rosé, you talk about two on the same right now that are do, doing two different things. But they're both doing... The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13 is going to be either... If, if Rosé gets cheated out of it, she'll be cheated out of it by Simone. And you know, I don't want too much going on. I don't know. But it, it's it's got to be between the two of them. Because, because 
I looked at everything this week. For me, the video is almost a throwaway because you're going to make it look as good as it's going to be because you're probably going to shop it because it's a song made by RuPaul Drag Race. The runways, of course, left a little to be desired with some queens. So when it came down to it, I looked at that lip sync. I will get to that later. But I have a thought. I, I, I was like, hmm. If I was to pick it based off that night, I have my winner. Yeah, me too. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get to the runway. The runway, um, again, was an extravaganza of sorts. Um, I can't remember what Shay just said, so I'm just going to run with it. It was black <laughs> excellence. Um, got me wins in my book for originality. The girl is so unique at times. Not at times. Her runways have all been fabulous. This one for me did not miss a beat. She did like this 101 Dalmatian kind of Cruella DeVille poodle kind of thing. Well, she even did it with the splotching of the makeup. That shit was fucking awesome. That was awesome. I liked her this week on the runway. I really okay. did. I liked her look this week on the runway. I just feel like we kind of getting the Tina Burner. It's the same color palette again. But that's what she made. That's what she's known for. That that clown. I color get palette. it, but when I'm looking, I'm like, okay, it's good. She deserves to be where she's at. Maybe. I just don't know if it's crowned winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. For me, it's third place, for, for, We'll get to that. We'll get to the end of this episode. Um, After Got Mick, we had Candy Muse. She had this like meshy kind of mod thing going on. It looked like a broke rainbow bright. Stop trying to make it look nice. It wasn't good. Yet again, another bad runway. I don't know why they like her so much. There were other size queens we could have kept with. You could have just kept Tina Burner. Really could have. And I I believe that with... If you'd have told Tina, Tina, I don't want to see this goddamn shit no goddamn more and said it that way... Tina, Tina souls. So there's that. And she has you, she had dialed back on some of the red, orange, and yellow. She had. Thank God. Oh Jesus. That shit was starting to get on my nerves. Look, it was getting on my nerves, but at least it looked good on her. Yeah, Candy yeah. News comes to the runway week after week and doesn't pick stuff that looks good on her. And this week was no exception. Even when she did the reveal during the lip sync and unzipped the little mesh corset or whatever, I'm just like, oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Not it gets worse. <laughs> I hated it. And I'm like, I know what they're doing. They're trying to hype us up for a big season finale. <laughs> but come on, mama, this is crystal clear yet again. I just, I, uh, mm, 
No, I, I, I don't have it. It, it was to me. It, it would have been creative if it. It would. It would have been creative if, if it had it been done right. right. If it had been done right, and it not be the final look on the runway. This is not a final look. Make it's not. Because that was not had, good. Because right after that, then you had Rose come out in this gorgeous kilt gown with the with the with the little pocket thingy. It was so good and so on brand because she has been pushing her Scottish heritage. So she was born in Scottish through and through the entire season. So she has an ability to stay to brand without it becoming one note or stale. Yeah. And I feel like that's where Scott Mick and Tina Burner could use a little bit more nuance to their drag because they stick to brand, but it's like, damn, you ain't got nothing now? Nothing? Nothing? I feel very differently about God Mick because I think that God Mick is so different anyway. I think she's different and I would love to see her in a RuPaul's All-Star and hopefully oh, yeah. hopefully she, she got a little bit more complexity to her drag. I like God Mick so I, I can't. I, I like can't. her, I do. I, and she, oh, I, like I wish she had a went home was. last week. Because I would like her to be crowned Miss Congeniality. I loved her the whole season. I just don't think she's top spot. But, you know, somebody got to be second. Somebody got to be third. That's where God Mick is going to fall from. Personally, I feel like Simone and Rosé, one of them should be the winner. If one of them is not the winner, I'll probably never watch Drag Race. Because then it's not. Because there's no way. Because there's no way that Simone or Rosé don't get the win. Because it's not, if they don't win, it's not a competition anymore. Because they have outperformed Candy and Got Mick on more occasions than we can count. When when Simone came around that runway with them sleeves draping off her shoulders, and I believe Carson said, Carson or, or Ross said, you have the ability where the clothes don't wear you. You wear the clothes. Oh, man. A bar. Because the dress itself was so simple. It was just a nice little clean, straight line off the shoulders. Big sleeves. Slender frame. Not too form-fitting. Not too loose. But because you got the big sleeves, you want that to be the coup de gras. That's what yeah. people should be looking at. But the way she worked it, them cornrows, even though it oh. wasn't even a good cornrow wig, it, it was not. It just worked. <laughs> but look, we didn't get to see how not it was until it was in the <laughs> um, untucked. And I was like, oh no! And untucked, I was like, oh girl, that's terrible. But then I, they went back and showed her working it on the runway. I was like, but it still looked good. I don't know what that is. Even her she- faux pas are good. She has the uncanny ability, like Ross said, to make things look fantastic. She does not wear the clothes. The clothes, she does not, the clothes don't wear her, she wears it. And whether it be the wig or not, 
you know, she has that innate ability. Everybody ain't got that hooks for. But again, true to brand, I was like, oh, you giving us elevator color purple. I see the Sealy braids in the purple uh-huh. dress, bitch. Uh-huh. I'm here with it. I love Simone. True to brand. Simone is my pick to win. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? I'm not bad if Simone wins. I, I, I see it for her winning. And I'll tell you when I saw it for her winning. Okay. When they did the four-way lip sync. And you got to see each queen lip sync to that song. They I don't even know what song. I didn't write it down. It was a Whitney song. It was a Whitney song, but I didn't even write it down. In my opinion, Rose gonna have a hell of a time out lip syncing Simone. Because if Simone gets into that niche, she owns it. Yeah. You're gonna have a hard time out lip syncing Simone. And in my opinion, looking at the way they lip sync this week. Rose came in second place. She did not out lip sync with Simone this week. But see, for me, it's the whole competition, right? And there have been times where our girl Simone has not hit the mark. There has Ooh. been. But this competition comes down to a lip sync, and she ain't dropped one of them yet. No. Simone, however, we know what mama working with. And she should have fast for us this week. I feel that. So I liked mostly everybody in the uh, in the separate lip sync this week. I, I did not see it for any one particular person. And that's including uh, uh, Candy Muse. I, it's because it's not that I don't like Candy Muse. I just I had to put them in order, and for me, fourth place was Got Nick. See, fourth I place feel for me bad is, is for Candy my... Muse. Here's my thing with Got Nick. It wasn't the worst lip sync, but I know them other three queens are going to do every flip, trick, split they got. And mama, mama didn't, I, I, you got some? I don't know. I didn't see it that night. I said, oh, no wonder you had never got to lip sync because if you ever did, you was going on. So for me, again, this is not my personal vendetta against Katie Muse. But I felt like Candy Muse came in fourth. I'm going to tell you why. There was a point in the lip sync where she does the high kick. And we all know what happens after the high kick. The death drop. And she didn't. And Because that was a medium low kick. So she was already too low to, <laughs> to transition. She no, didn't make the high if kick. You gonna do the, if you going to do the high kick, whether you get, if you get to a medium or low, you still have the death drop. And she didn't. I think she, she gave the kick twice and still didn't just her out. Here's my thing. Candy Muse is fourth place this week because her runway was trapped. Oh, I'm going to be honest. Was I don't so know what the fuck they was talking about. I said, they found compliments, right? Because that shit was trapped. But if I'm looking just at the lip sync, purely at the lip sync, purely at the movement, God, Mick doesn't beat Candy Muse. Candy Muse is always going to go home in my book in the, in the lip sync because she's so... Got Mick isn't going to be Olivia Lux's last lip sync. Got Mick's lip sync this night. It's not going to be Tina Burner's last lip sync. It's not going to be Utica's last lip sync. Mama's on the stage now because she never had to lip sync. And that's bad because she's not going to win because she's not going to be able to out lip sync. Oh, God, no. Rose or Simone. Not no. even close. The same for Candy Muse. Unfortunately, 
Y'all are just holding up space on the stage. We know that this comes down to Rose and Simone. Yep. And if I look at this lip sync that they did, and I had to pick the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, they fought for that? Rose, I'm sorry. I picked Simone. See, I'm picking K- I'm I'm pick- I'm picking Rose. So going into next week, Battle of the Titans. Oh yeah. I'm team Simone. I'm team Rose. But I I and I feel like Rose gets it because I I'm looking at the entire competition. I'm not looking at just, you know, that week. I'm looking at the whole spoocho, right? And even up to that final lip sync, there's nuances about Simone when she lip syncs. She catches everything. That last note, it was so subtle, but if you watched her, she caught that last poke, and I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you win. You know what I'm saying? But I can't judge. I want Simone to win. Right? Just because my personal tells me that you always go for the black queen. Simone is the winner because she black. Hey. I don't always some... go that way because that, that season with um Trinity the Tuck, I was a Trinity fan. As much as I love oh yeah love Monet Exchange, I was cun motherfucking flicked. When they gave it to both of them, I was like, well, I understand that. Because I couldn't pick. And then when you see, first off, I I was always a Trinity fan. Let me not say it that way. But I wasn't as invested in her as I am now. You have to see her live. We keep saying it. Y'all, I was already a stand. Now understand that about me. I was already Team Trinity the Tuck. But after seeing her live in a drag show. And we was up close and personal to that bitch. We touched. Touch. I feel the same way that you feel. Looking at the winners of RuPaul Drag Race. That's why I've narrowed it down and probably have for like the last three or four weeks to Simone and Rosé. They have oh, yeah. shown the most transition and growth. They have been the most vulnerable. They got the most wins. Yeah. They deserve to be the final two. So I would have been fine with y'all sending Got Mick and Candy Muse home this it, week. It wouldn't have matter which one. I would have been all right with that. Because they're just not at that level yet. No. They're not. Now, I can't, I'm riding with Simone. I just decided in this last episode that the it was something that RuPaul said to her on the um the and they and when they were interviewing in her pod and she let her know that that energy that you embody when you're Simone, you can have that in and out of drag. You could see the moment that that resonated with her and yeah. how she carried that energy through the rest of the episode. And for me, I was just like, you get it. You get the critiques. You make the adjustments. You and Rosé. And I'm just, I don't yeah. know. Rosé, you're going to have to really, and I mean, 
really pull out your pussy and lip sync down. You gonna have to lip sync boots, baby. Because your competition is <laughs> oh Jesus. Maybe time like, to start the podcast. Like they said, That's like in the beginning season. of the season, I didn't really see it for Rose. She was just kind of lost in the middle. But then right around Snatch Game, she started to come alive. <laughs> oh, gosh. Her and Simone. For me, Snatch Games separated them from the pack for me. And it's uh, you been know the what? same week after week after week after week. But that's what so, Snatch Game is made for, too. It's, it's to separate. You, you, it's the, it's okay, okay, who's here? Who's not here? Because Snatch Game is always going to be one of those games, like we've said time and time again on this show, whether it has been um, whether it has been um, All-Stars or regular season of Drag Race, you know coming into the work that you will Snatch Game it out. Period. If there is one thing you know is coming, is snatch and roast and the commercial, the branding challenge. Those are the three things you know is going to happen. So instead of not being prepared to come into it, prepare. prepare. That's what Rose did. That's what um. That's what Simone did. To be honest with you, I feel like even though it was just a person, a different personification of self. That's what got me did. Whoever did good on Snatch Game, nine times out of ten, will make it to the final. And that's exactly what the season is. Because the judges say that Candy Muse didn't do great, didn't do bad. She ended up in the middle of the pack that week. No, nah, she should have went home that week. She should have went home that week. Her Snatch Games was terrible. And not because she did so bad. All she did was put on a costume and did Candy Muse. She didn't even try to embody her her character. That's why I get frustrated. I'd rather you try and bomb than to never try and be say, oh, it was decent. No, it wasn't. No, it was her this, it was, that, it was, was this, bad. It was that. Her runway was bad and she should have been sent home. At least she should have been sent home a long time ago. And she was not. She was the first person they said was safe. And I knew then that they were going to keep her around. Yep. No matter how bad like she there, was, there was no, there was no, re- there was no reason or wherewithal to keep her around as long as they did. To the final four, there's no way. Olivia Lux can make it. Makes the final four before Candy Muse does. I Personally. think of the last three people that were eliminated, all should have been in, could have been in the final four other than Candy Muse. Yeah. Olivia Lux, Utica. And Tina Burner. All of them should have been there before Candy Moon. And the only reason why Tina Burner gets... I mean, Tina Burner. The only reason why Utica gets sent home is because, mama. That, that, was, that, was, a we, that was a read. That was not jokes. <laughs> you, you, you were not. That no, was not. You were very mean. Very, very mean. For no reason. That was not. <laughs> that was... Like the, for me, that's the reason why I wouldn't suggest her as Miss Congeniality anymore. That roast was mean. Not that was mean. Not mean funny. Like it was mean. You owe some people some apologies. 
Yeah. Like, I'm, when they come, when they do the reunion this week, which, I mean, I feel like we're going to cover. I don't know why, but. Uh, we ain't got shit else to talk about. We don't have anything else to cover. Well, no, because we get Black Ink Crew this Monday. You know what? We could cut it. Because Monday we get Black Ink Crew, Couples Therapy, and then we get the season finale of Housewives, Housewives. of Atlanta. So this next week, up and coming, you probably won't get a drag race thing out of us. You might get it in a church announcement. Yeah, it'll be that's a, a quick blurb. But um, they just gonna get back together and hash out things that we are already for the most part, most part saw on TV, and then they gonna talk about how the coronavirus affected the way they did drag this week this year. Uh we know that already. So you may not get, but you're gonna get the season finale, of course. Um. Yeah, I my my top two is gonna be Simone and Rose. Just like you. Um either one of them wins, I'm all right with this. Yeah. Um Candy Muse wins and I'm like I'm 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 side eyeing the fuck out of that. And um if got Mick won, I know why. Yeah. Which plays back to that little nagging thought I've had all Yeah. Like, are we really having competition or is this all just to have a trans winner? Yeah. And I'm hoping it doesn't if, come down to that. I'm Not because Mama wasn't true. good, but you're telling me that she's outperformed Rose and Simone? Out. No. There's no way. No. I mean, she has won challenges, and I'm not saying that she's not good. The fact but that y'all again, gave her snatch games over Simone or Rose was enough. Yeah. Rose should have hands down won snatch won. games. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes. She was robbed. They put um they put Simone in the middle that week. And that was the week that they did the 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 top thingies. And uh Simone turned around and she had the bullet holes and all a statement, bitch. And Simone was in the middle that week. How? That's all I gotta say. I'm not saying no, no tea, no shade. Her, her, her Paris. Well, she did Paris Hilton, right? It was funny. I'm not saying it wasn't it was funny. Good. It was. I'm good. just it... saying it wasn't better than Rose. Queen of Scotland, she had to research and create that character. Paris Hilton, made it. anybody she... can do Paris Hilton. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just, I don't know. If, if God make wins, I know why. I know why. If Candy Muse gets anywhere near that final lip sync, <laughs> I'll be done. I'll be there. You'll be like, we're going to cover this. I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I might watch Even, it, but you won't be on reality. TV I too. Yeah, I, look, uh, there's no way she makes top three. How? Y'all Does almost need to eliminate her as soon as they walk on the stage on the final episode. Like, just be honest. There's just no way. I, I, while I can see the growth in her, I'm not going to take that away from her. She has grown through the season. However, is it enough? No. no. Not even close to enough. 
You can't put her on an episode of AJ and the Queen that she blends in. No. No. And, she, and she's not Candy Muse. No, she's just going to be Candy Muse in a costume. Being Candy Muse. And not a very good costume, in fact. All right, people. Um, Do you have any shout outs for the episodes? Uh, I just want to uh, give a quick shout out to Rue's legs. Here's the thing. Uh, we've been stunning. blessed with Mother Rue's legs a lot this season, and I don't know if it's because of quarantine or they ran out of fabric. But God bless whoever it is that ran out of it. I just said, you know, enough is enough. You can go ahead and rock this. Her legs down the runway this se- this this season has done it for me, but more specifically, this runway gag. I don't know what was better, her legs in the runway or her walking suit in the beginning of the episode. Mama Ooh. was. The rose gold with the with the with the pink leaves with the rose gold oh. sunglasses dripped. I mean, look, the whole episode. Shout out to Mama Rue. Zero complaints in this one. No, I don't have any complaints. Mama Rue shows up and shows out every damn time. Um, do you have any uh altar calls? I got one tap on the shoulder. VH1 Candy Muse is not winning this competition. <laughs> Y'all got two weeks to figure this shit out. She does not win this competition. There's no I way. will start a petition. I have okay. found my my I have found my community on Twitter who agrees with me. She should have went home and snatched. And it's not fair to everyone else that got eliminated before her. That she got to final four and she ain't really earned it. Yep. That's, that's not for me. I I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Um, I, too, want to tap VH1 on the shoulder and say, uh, listen, Candy uh, Muse does not win. You need to figure that shit out. I agree. Also, um, if we're going to show Shady, can we show all the Shady? What? Like, cause, because I feel like sometimes this was this old glitter, you know, shit and glitters and shit and glitter and unicorns and all that old shit this episode. Okay, we get it. These queens are great. But can, this is a show that is meant to, you know, build you into what you can become. And this isn't doing anything but telling us that we've wasted an hour and a half watching this. You could have did this last week. This week should have been the, okay, let's, let's, uh, Whatever they, this whatever this was this week, okay. Well, this could have been a part of next week's episode. Then y'all could have got together for an hour and talked shit about each other. And then the week after that, should the next week should be the finale. I didn't see it for this whole thing. Why was this a whole episode? Yeah, I don't know why this was a whole episode either. It, I just felt like a throwaway because clearly the person that should have been saying to Sasha away was going to be Candy Muse or Got Mickey, in my opinion. Candy Muse. But she gets saved again. again. For what? Because Why does she keep that, getting because that pass? week that she lip that week that she lip synced up against Simone and Simone sent her home? That should have been a, in the very least the end of Candy Muse. But no, y'all kept her around. You gave us a throwaway episode then and then gave us snatch games. And she proved why you should have left her at home that week before. 
But we Get shall see the we H1. Y'all skating on thin motherfucking night. Sure is. Well, um, so that's gonna wrap it for us. Again, next week we're gonna have some new shows. We're gonna be covering Black Ink Crew New York. Um, we're doing couples therapy, and then uh Real Housewives of Atlanta is the finale next week. I don't know if they're doing a reunion. They are. And I don't and I don't know that we're gonna cover the reunion if it's not being like a church announcements kind of way. Just because reunions kind of go over what we already know. And it so it kind of doesn't make sense for us to give you an episode of a reunion episode. It's kind of right, we probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. It'd be in a church announcement at some point. But um yeah that's that's gonna be our lineup going forward and then like there'll be like a week afterwards where you get four shows and we'll round out and finish our drag race. Um it's still daylight outside, but drop your shit, sis. It's weird. It is your girl, Dr. Shady Shay, coming to you from inside of her home because we still quarantine now. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. I've already tested this Pfizer vaccine as much as I have. I think I need to give it a little break and then I need to test it. But it needs a break for like a week or two right now. I'm just going to hold off on the quarantine, on going out and doing the things and seeing the people. What in the meantime, since I'm in my house and I'm in my house doing shit in my house, you can find me in my house probably on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Shmuel. Because, I mean, listen, you can't give up Shmuel now that you back outside doing real karaoke. Like, I get that. No, I use Shmuel to practice shit that I might want to try in real karaoke. Or sing with other people. Um, you can find me everywhere you stalk your next ex-boyfriend at Trash Can Tam um, you can find both of us in the email at realitadapod at gmail.com for any of your questions, comments, concerns if you have any shout outs and or if you have any uh, altar calls, taps on the shoulders, passes office, etc, cetera, etc cetera, or any ideas for the show feel, feel free to let us know um, I think that's it uh, hey, Sean, man. The reality the podcast. Thanks for listening. Dum 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 Rest in peace to my nigga DMX, man. Shout out to you, bro.